Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh, Matt Damon, he's still talking and he's doubled down on his debaggery from the other day. That's what we're talking about on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And the other day we were all up in arms uh, at some comments that uh, Matt Damon had made when he was on. I don't, was that a podcast he was on? Anyway, in an interview. Uh, where he basically, first of all, started by saying, yeah, I don't really know a whole lot about the Harvey Weinstein, et cetera, story. But I'm going to share my opinions anyway. And he sure did. Um, so that's where it all began. And uh, But he's talking again. And what is he saying this time, Okay, Bradley? so after he got bash, uh, bash lack, uh, backlash for remarks that you just uh, mentioned, Colleen, mm-hmm. he spoke to Business Insider, quote, <clears throat> We're in this watershed moment, and it's great. But I think one thing that's not being talked about is there are a whole blank load of guys, the preponderance of men I've worked with, who don't do this kind of thing and whose lives aren't going to be affected. He says, he goes on to say, if I have to sign a sexual harassment thing, I don't care, I'll sign it. I would have signed it before. I don't do that, and most of people I know don't do that. Oh, Matt Damon. Oh, Matt, 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 Where Matt. do we begin? Well, let's start here. Um, there's a, the reason we're not celebrating the scores of people who don't. He said poop load. By yes. Yep. Yeah, poop load of men who don't sexually harass is because generally speaking, I think as a culture, we don't bend over backwards celebrating you for doing what is expected of yeah. you. Well, I mean, unless you're millennial. Then exactly. We then we give you an award. But you're a little old for that, <laughs> Matt Damon. I mean, this truly is seriously like, you know, when my kids make their bed, which is a minimum expectation, and they're like, Mom, I made my bed, and they want me to have a reaction. And my reaction is, good. Well, also, the reason <laughs> they do that is because they want attention. Excuse me, why does Matt Damon trying to make the sexual assault uh, issue against women an issue that he needs more attention on and that that he wants to give more attention to the men who are doing what they're supposed to be doing? Like, again, he's not using this moment to shed light on the problem. Right. He's not using this moment to shed light on the solution. He's using this moment to say that people like him essentially... Huh. Him, Praise me. He's saying, where's my certificate for doing what I'm supposed to be doing? Excuse me. 
Honey, please. I'll tell you what your certificate is, baby. Your certificate is being Bye, a decent person and not being like in any threat of losing your job. Okay. That's your certificate. I apologize for the fact that you are not being lauded by the general public for being a great, wonderful person who does decent things. I don't know why that just so irritated me. Nobody's going after. See, this is that thing. It's not just Matt Damon. And that's why it's easy to um, uh, it's easy to focus on him because he just said it. Uh, most clearly, but I guarantee there are a lot of other men who say like men are getting a bad rap, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there are women who say things like all men are horrible. Yeah, whatever. Take that for what it's worth. It just seems a little extreme. I, I, I don't think most of us have a problem with accepting the fact that most men don't. Like, I think we acknowledge that most men don't do that, but that's not what we're talking about. We're not going like, happy Wednesday, by the mm-hmm. way, let's be real proud of all the men who aren't copping a feel. Yeah. No, like the moment right now is, hey, there's a systemic problem in Hollywood and in other industries where women are um, being held back. Women are being um, sexually assaulted, harassed, you name it. That issue needs attention and we need we must solve it. Not like, oh, I feel so bad for Matt Damon and all those guys that are keeping it in their pants. Well, and that just takes your eyes off the actual prize, right? That takes your that takes prize you terrible mean Harvey Weinstein's junk. Terrible. Sure. I apologize <laughs> for my misuse of the English language. What I meant to say is to, to try to put our focus over on all like and, and celebrate all the men who aren't doing it takes our takes our focus off where it should be, which is how do we fix the sting dang problem? Yeah, we don't fix it by by, you know, having a, a carnival in celebration of Matt Damon and his buddies yeah, who know how to keep thing, their hands like to the themselves. It's the same thing when people go like, why do you have to have a, uh, your own parade? Right. Why don't I get a parade? Because you Oh, yeah. It's too long. We don't have time for Complicated. that. Complicated. The other thing I would just don't add to Matt Damon is, you know, his his best buddy, Ben Affleck, has yeah, been called well, on the carpet for some of his antics. I think it's time that somebody actually ask him that question. Exactly. And not you, because no offense. He's I don't not listening know. It. To you. You're right. He's so not listening to me. But, you know, he said in that same interview, he said, you know, if I were if I were offered a job, I'm paraphrasing, if I were offered a position or a job or a role uh, alongside or under somebody who had been accused of sexual harassment or, or, or misconduct, I would have to consider that on a case-by-case basis. Um, excuse me? He said that, which to me, okay, I'm going to read you that. I am going to read you the exact quote because I think it'll be helpful to just have that. Um, he says, uh, 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 oh shoot, I have to find it. But anyway, I'm going to find the exact quote. But when, when he said that, I thought to myself, hi, have you met your friend, your best friend, Ben Affleck, ben Affleck who has been called to the carpet by many well, people. And at the very least can be accused of behaving poorly uh, mm-hmm. with a woman, uh, a professional woman in public. Uh, there was that video clip that came out. Um, and again, it's not like, this is not a case of the Puritan police, but I just think that Matt Damon needs to be really careful when he's talking about these things because what's going to happen is now that he's spoken on this issue twice, people are going to train their focus on him. Right. They're not going to train. And that's why, again, him opening his mouth is not doing anything to help a woman who is struggling with, um, you know, 
sexual assault or abuse in the workplace. Yeah. Okay, here's the exact quote. Are you ready for it? Uh, he was asked, what would you do if there were, if you were found you were working with an actor, director, or producer that had been, into, had been accused of sexual misconduct? His answer, quote, that always went into my thinking. I mean, I wouldn't want to work with somebody who... And then he doesn't finish the sentence. Life's too short for that. But the question of if somebody had allegations against them, you know, it would be a case by case basis. You go, hmm, what's the story here? Oh, so he gets to be judge and yes! jury. Like, mm, well, I'll see. Oh, I'm if sorry. You just friend, patted her on the tush. OK, that's fine. I'll do this If it's a friend job. of mine and he wasn't he didn't really mean anything by taking out his uh, wing wang. Yeah, this is where I just uh, say Matt Damon Stop Shut talking. Stop. Just stop. Just stop talking. I mean, you don't have to talk about this. You don't have to. You are not in the middle of this like you think you are. There's so many good men out there, Colleen, who aren't getting yep. attention right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, they're getting plenty of attention. And they're not doing those things. Don't worry about them. They're just fine. Again, your reward for doing the right thing is that you get to keep your job and you're amassed millions. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you just go back to your tropical vacation and give me some money. Bye. All right. When we come back. Oh, wait. Before we go anywhere, mm. I do want to give something away. Ooh. I want to celebrate all those men who aren't sexually harassing hey, by guys. giving away a prize. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I want to give away a pair of tickets to see Annie on Friday, December 29th. 651-641-1071. This is a show at the Ordway. I have seen it. It is fantastic. I want to give those tickets away to caller number four. Oh. And when we... Is that okay with you? That's not the number I was going to pick. Oh, too bad. Uh, And when we come back, yesterday we had a really fun time telling you where all of your favorite uh, actors from the cast of Who's the Boss are. We've got another show that we are going to update you on. It is the show Elf. A-L-F. Ever wonder what happened to them? Yeah. We're going to tell you after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. Animal expert and lover, Dawn McLean. Yes. Dawn, what do we have today? There was a paper published last Monday, Archives of Sexual Behavior, and they described seeing female Japanese macaques rubbing themselves on the backs of Sika deer in a way that suggests sexual gratification. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm so... That's a deer, by the way, everybody. So they've already known, they've already known that the female macaques actually engage in sexual behavior with each other. They've already known this. There's this is, yes. Macaque lesbians? Yes, lesbians. That's excellent. Snow monkeys. Wow. They know that. Lesbian snow monkeys? <laughs> yes. yes. My new punk rock band. Uh, yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. That's a great name for a band. Lesbian <laughs> snow monkeys, yes. Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. Radio home of a bunch of radio hosts all raised by a babysitter named TV. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Where are they now? The cast of Elf. That is Alien Lightform. That's what we're telling you on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, we do have the answer to that question. Yes. So you all remember, or maybe you don't remember, uh, the TV show Elf. And you may remember the theme song. Do we have that ready to go, House? Here it is. Mm. Alien life form. Mm. Yes. Sing along if you know the words. 
There aren't any words. <laughs> He's an alien. He lives with our family. And he likes to eat cows. And he has a hand up his butt. Oh, wow. Oh. All right. It's a puppet. Anyway, He's a puppet. This is the show that uh, premiered in 1987. Or, or did it premiere in 87? Anyway, it was on in the 80s. Um, and uh, it was the number 10 show in America in 1987. It was also very 1986 big. 1986 to 1990. Okay. And it was also very big in Bulgaria, just so you know. Bulgaria. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, people like puppets in Bulgaria. This is true. Yes. So, okay. So give like a, a, a general synopsis of what the dumb show is about. So Alf, that is the title character of this uh, eponymous TV series. Um, Alf is an American sitcom that aired fr- on NBC, as I said, from 1986 to 1990. Gordon Shumway, a friendly extraterrestrial Nicknamed Alf, alien life form, crash landed in the gay raj of a suburban middle class family mm-hmm. by the name of Tanner. The series starred uh, Willie Tanner, mother Kate Tanner, children Lynn and Brian Tanner. Alf was performed by puppeteer Paul Fusco, who uh, was one of the co-creators. Mm-hmm. And so basically it was the hijinks of having a alien life form live around the house trying to keep it out of you know the public eye and actually it was interesting because i had read um this morning when we were talking about elf uh i i'd read kind of um an article about why it failed basically or why why it didn't keep running even though it had had some moderate success and when you think about really like the tale telling mechanism of having an alien in your house the alien can't go anywhere yeah so the only place the alien can be is in the house. And so trying to come up with enough storyline to center around what happens in the home of this family, it just got, it, there was just sort of a fundamental issue with that. And that's one of the reasons why they just sort of ran out of road. Well, that and nobody liked anybody on the cast. Well, tell us about that. So we did uh, this for an, an old segment we used to do called Rewind Nevermind, where we would go back and watch old TV shows and we watched Alf. And then we learned after watching it that there was a lot of like intercast fighting or mm-hmm. fighting on the set. People, people, and it wasn't even so much fighting as people didn't really like each other. So there was not like a, a very cohesive, ensemble right happening and, which is um, tough on an ensemble show and uh apparently uh there was all sorts of just you know bitter betty feelings well tell tell us about what was going on with dad well dad had some issues so do you want to do like where are they now is that what you're sure, saying yeah, yeah, okay yeah. so let's go to um the character who played the father and holly there is a uh link this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups in breaking news Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Under the name Max Wright. Max Wright, of course, is the guy who played the father, Willie Tanner. Let's listen to a little clip of him and Alf back in the day. One moment, please. Oh, we no, have to no wait worries. for the ad. Yeah. It's that's the Somebody needs to buy oh, this. that's the theme song. Whoopsie doodle. Oops. Whoopsie doodle. Is that from the Daily Mail, Bradley? Little on air producing. Here. No, I can find if you go to Max right on YouTube, and then I will give you this link okay. right here oh, okay. so that you can hear here we go. what this is like. Here it is, Holly. It's under the theme. Oh, thank you so So again, much. this is Max Wright is the reason we're talking about mm-hmm. him. He played the dad, Willie Tanner, but he ended up having kind of a crazy post-elf mm-hmm. career. Yeah. Tough day in the line, Norma Ray. Please stop calling me that. I call you that because I like you. I really like you. Boy, I feel like I walked about 50 miles today. Say, you're not calling Kate again, are you? For your information, I'm calling for the time. Kate, what time is it? (laughs) (laughs) Willie? Yes, Alf. Are you asleep? Yes, I am. And deeply so. Okay, so that's Max Wright playing the role of Alf. So you might remember that voice. And Mm -hmm. certainly I hope you remember the voice of uh, of Gordon Shumway. Um, But Max Wright, um, he went on to have an interesting career. So Max Wright went on to do Broadway. Oh, we're running out of time. That's okay. We'll tell you what happened to him. Yeah. After this. Ooh. How the mighty have fallen. Uh, Yeah, no, but it is an interesting story. And uh, stay tuned to find out what happened to the dad on Elf, Max Wright, after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Snowsberries. Who ever heard of a snowsberry? We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. Entertainment. Where are the people who starred in the TV show Elf? Where are they now? We have been trying to answer that question for you on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, before we left, we were talking about Max Wright, who played the role of the dad on Elf, Willie Willy Tanner. Tanner. Yeah, so he um, he was a theater actor. He rose to fame. He ended up, I think, getting a Tony after the show. But anyway, of the show, he said, uh, you know, after working on it, quote, it was hard work and very grim. After his last take, he reportedly grabbed his stuff, walked off the set without saying goodbye to anyone. Wow. In April of 2001, um, and this is where I think some people might remember the story, he was he made tabloid headlines after a front page uh, National Enquirer story ran video stills allegedly taken at a crack house, that's a word in quotes, which featured him appearing to smoke uh, something before having the uh, inappropriate behaviors with two men. Hmm. His acting role since have been intermittent. So we don't know where he actually is Um, this day, but... His acting roles since have been intermittent, which means he has acted. Yeah. 
Which in and of itself is pretty fascinating. Yeah, I know he was working in Thiancent, but I don't think he's been on TV or movies. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I hope he's okay. Um, The other person who people might be interested in is who the heck was in the suit? Well, there's two things that you got to remember. So with Alf, there were uh, two, there were two things happening. One, there was a puppet, and that again, um, you know, the, the guy uh, doing the uh, puppety business um, was actually not the guy who was inside the Alf when they would do like a long shot of him. Right. So Paul Fusco is the guy who did the um, puppetry, mm-hmm. and he was a co-creator of Alf. But then there was actually a guy who would live inside the suit or wear the suit. He didn't live there. (laughs) A guy who was inside the suit who would run around on set. And his name was Michu Mazaros. Mm -hmm. And he uh, actually has passed away. Oh, last summer. In fact, that's right. 1970 or 1976. He was 76 years old. Okay, can I tell you something that I think? Oh, no, sorry. Um, I just had a confusing moment. Um. Uh, but that is so, but I remember when he passed away and that was the first time I think I realized that there had actually been somebody in the suit. I don't know why I thought he was a entirely puppet, but you're right. There would be some long shots of him. He would be running across the house or something like that. And that's where uh, they would have, they would have this Mr. Mazaros in there. So interesting. Just um, to put a nice little bow on it. Anne Sheedon who played, um, or Shadeen who played the, mom kate tanner this mm-hmm. is what she said of the show overall because we were talked about how crappy things were on set mm-hmm. she said this in t- 2006 when people did a feature catching up with the stars shadeen echoed her colleagues complaints of the quote technical m- nightmare of working with alf when it was puppeteers instead of michu mazaros in a suit she also said while actors who played her on-screen kids were great her adult peers had difficult personalities quote mm. the whole thing was a big dysfunctional family Whoa. Whoa. Yikes. All right. Well, we are a dysfunctional family ourselves, and we like to point out dysfunctional people in the form of crazy, stupid idiots. Yes. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Florida. 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 Where are we going first? Um, I would like to take you on a trip, Colleen, to Clearwater. Florida. Florida. Deputies in uh, Pinellas County say an attorney was caught. Oof. With his pants down, Colleen, while planning to do something inappropriate. Well, I don't know that you're ever, I mean, unless you're, you know, going to the bathroom. Well, you know, know that's a phrase, right? Caught with your pants down. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I was caught with my pants down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, in this case, he really did have his pants down. Mm -hmm. And then something happened. That will change your life forever. Okay. Do you want to know what happened? Sure. Okay, so it turns out that Andrew Spark... Mr. Spark was paying ladies to do some things at a Pinellas County jail in Clearwater. Okay. Okay. It was the things that he was paying them to do that was inappropriate. Was there like a 
a service element to this? Well, like a customer service? It's more like an employee-boss relationship. So he uh, was caught with his pants down, as I told you, while planning to record himself having whoopee with inmates as part of a project he called Girls in Jail. As part of a project? Yes. I don't know. Maybe oh, he was trying to make some money. This is just for my Girls in Jail project. He offered to put money in ladies, in one lady in particular named Shauna Baselli, a 25-year-old inmart, inmate. <laughs> That's the name of their store. He was putting inmart. money in her? I didn't complete my sentence, you perv. <laughs> he tried to put money in her. I'm with you, Colin. In her what? In her commissary oh. account. <laughs> In exchange. That is so different. In exchange. Did I pause after I said put money in her? Yes. Oh, okay. Put money in her commissary account. In exchange for, um, let's just call them uh, oral pleasures. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he bragged about meeting another inmate earlier that day. Um, he dec- you know, she declined, that is, this particular offer, but um, they did confirm that he'd been doing this at least six times in other cases oh. and talked to at least two that actually had the um, girls in jail naughty times. I mean, well, he sounds I, like an entrepreneurial man. Collection, right? Like, this was not, I mean, he wasn't getting graded on this in, like, grad school or something. I mean, when you call it a project... That sort of indicates that you're that it's going to go somewhere. Yeah, no, I'm not sure he was like a director or a producer of an actual film company <laughs> or documentary. Maybe he was doing a Netflix thing. I mean, it sounded like he was trying to sell it. Uh, he was caught, though, I should tell you, um, after uh, detectives entered the attorney visitation room and caught him. Uh, uh, with his pants down, Schwanson Gruber quote fully exposed. Oh uh, no, nope, 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 nope. Uh, let's stay in Florida, shall we? Yes. Um, this is going to be a story that's going to leave you with a lot of questions, uh, and they're going to be ones we don't have answers to. I like questions, so I need you to just live in the place of uncertainty. Okay. All right, I'm just going to tell you the facts as we know them. We are going to Fort Walton Beach, Florida, where a 44-year-old man was arrested after he entered a senior living facility without permission, and he locked himself into a residence room. Okay, what? Did he live there? Nope. He entered a senior living facility without permission and locked himself in a residence room. Interesting. I mean, interesting, crazy, kind of stupid, kind of idiotic, but here's what really puts this one over the edge. He was covered in grass uh, at the time. Uh, somebody called the police and, and uh, or somebody who called attempted to speak with him, but he refused to stop and he continued inside. He had emerged from a tree line and walked toward the front of the facility. He stopped and stared at somebody on his way in. When the deputies arrived, the man refused to leave the bathroom where he'd locked himself. The deputies were able to break down the door and remove him. He was charged with burglary and resisting an officer. What? Well, I, I again, get it. remember when I said this is a story that's going to leave you with a lot of questions, and we just need to be we just need to be comfortable with the uncertainty. What we know is this: a man emerged from a tree line. 
stared at somebody covered in grass, walked into a senior living facility, uninvited, and then locked himself in a residence bathroom. And then wouldn't come out when wow, the police. I feel tried like there's an out. episode of Poirot in there, right? Somewhere I don't know. That explains what happened. I don't know. Watch though. Watch for men covered in grass emerging from tree lines. Okay. Okay. Because something tells me they're up to no good. Yeah. Especially if they're covered in grass. Yeah. And they're locked. And I don't think it's a smoking grass. It's like you know. It's a cutting grass. The, the, a mowing grass. Yes. Exactly. Okay. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, we have a question for you. It's our daily staff judgment. We ask it over at the MyTalk 1071 Facebook page, which you can get to very easily by going to facebook.com forward slash MyTalk 1071. We ask you a question, this or that, just because we feel like it. We make you answer and then we judge you for answering. Yeah, because that's how we roll. I mean, don't ask questions. Just go along with it. The question today was cookies, peanut butter blossom, or snickerdoodle. We're asking that question, and we will also be unveiling our seventh Chris on the 12 Days of Chris's. All that after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. But heard? You've never heard the kids say oh, I that? I heard she's, she's nothing but a face. No, she's... <laughs> No, that's nothing but but a face. But a face. Yes. But a face. You're getting that out. No, but hurt oh, okay. is a phrase. But hurt. Like, oh, she's really hurt. Was that a Duluth term? I've no. never heard of it. I'm nothing but hurt. No, no. You don't even. I'm but hurt that you would even be making fun of me right now about but hurt. Well, I, it's you're, in the Urban Dictionary. Thank you, but Johnny. I mean, yeah. I've never heard someone say they're nothing but hurt. No. No, he's but hurt about being. I've blocked. never heard this. Yeah, but it's there you go. Overly or unjustifiably offended or resentful, but hurt. Wow. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Peanut butter blossom or snickerdoodle? That's the question we've asked on our Facebook page. It's our daily snap judgment. Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk 1071. Dot com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, let's see what you all answered uh, to our question. What you all answered to what our question. What you all answered to our what question. What you all answered to our question. Uh, let's see. Cookies, peanut butter blossom, or snickerdoodle. Jennifer said peanut butter blossoms, chocolate and peanut butter. Mm, oh, so yum. good. Um, Molly said snicker to the doodle. Snicker to the doodle. And Christine said peanut butter blossom with the chocolate star. Uh. <laughs> Versus. <laughs> but you know what she's talking about? Not the Hershey kiss. The star. Okay. You don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Holly. I'll show My you. My cat has one of those. Okay. Stop. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. I knew that was going to happen. Birthday girl. I think there's girl. a Reese's peanut butter cup. Nope. And there's a Hershey Kiss. This is a thing, and you don't know. It is this thing. It is the Brock's Milk Chocolate Stars. And they look like... Stop it. It's true. It's a thing. I've never seen that on a cookie. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. Okay, maybe I have. Yeah, uh-huh. But still, that sounded dirty. And you said it. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Teresa oh, said wow. peanut butter now blossoms Colleen's straight out of the oven. Smush the Hershey kiss all over the cookie. Yummy. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, and Justin said peanut butter blossom. Oh, listen, Holly, you know what? This is dumb. Do you want Everybody me to bring, uh, bring you blossoms. some chocolate stars tomorrow? Please. Okay. Do you, will you eat if I make chocolate stars? <laughs> will you eat them? Maybe. Okay. Just ask. I prefer mine now? to be store-bought. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Not a homemade chocolate Are you done star. Now? Are we done now? <laughs> yes. Gosh, you're so gross. Okay. I- this episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. I'm going to send, send this to Holly because I wanted to relive a cookie moment from the other day that we've Cookies. been delighted by. Okay. While you're doing that, can I just ask you the question, yeah, Snickerdoodle yeah. or uh, Chocolate Stars? Peanut butter blossoms all the time, oh, all yeah, day, every yeah. day. When? Favesies. Okay. So here's the thing. I love Snickerdoodles. It's my mom's. Uh, it's the. It's my favorite cookie that my mother makes, but she doesn't make peanut butter blossoms. Mm-hmm. And uh, when confronted with those two options, I will always take the peanut butter blossoms. Yeah. They're the always. best. All my mother-in-law makes really good ones. And then, I mean, I'm sure it's just like a regular recipe, but she's the one that makes them in our yeah. family. And I get so excited straight out of the oven when they're Ooh, just a little warm and yeah, that chocolate kiss like is a melty. little mushy. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Holly, what's your favorite? Snickerdoodles or peanut butter blossoms? Peanut butter blossom. I didn't know that those were called peanut butter blossoms until oh. right now. Oh, well, congratulations. They're probably called like half a dozen things. I mean, I feel like every cookie has like half a dozen names. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, speaking of cookies, we just I just got it. I just got it in my mind that we should replay this because we laughed so hard. It it did cause laughter at this ridiculous, (laughs) this ridiculousness. This is from our cheat day this week. We uh, had Oreos and Bradley and I had a typical brother sister moment on air. Yes, on Fridays, we throw caution to the wind and we try something new that we we try it for you so you don't have to try it yourself. And then we let you know how it is so you can either buy it or not buy it. Woo, it's cookies! What is it? What kind? Apple pie, limited edition, areas. Areas. Oh my God, you've already got it in your damn mouth. We don't have a lot of time. You're supposed to tell people what it looks like, what it smells like. My God, it's like you... I get so frustrated with you sometimes. We don't have a lot of time. That doesn't we spend so much time with Christopher Knight. I'm doing my job. I'm trying the thing. Okay. Well, how does it taste? Well, I'm not going to tell you yet. Oh. It has a graham cracker <laughs> cookie. <laughs> oh, so we got had a couple laughs at that after yeah. the fact. Yeah, yeah we did. We, we hope you liked that. We hope you laughed now, at us laughing um, at ourselves. Moving on, moving right along. Uh, we are celebrating holidays. Holiday. You guys call it the 12 days of Christmas, Celebrate. but we call it the 12 days of Chris's. 
Today we are celebrating the handsome, the strapping Chris Cuomo, uh, who you would know from CNN, and we saw him flexing his muscles. Uh, yeah, during Hurricane uh, Chris Cuomo. This makes it sound really bad. What? That, that we were like well, ogling I mean, look, him during know, hurricane coverage. I was but... stressing out because my mom was in the direct path mm. of a hurricane and there before me, my saving grace was uh, the rippling musculature of one Chris Cuomo. As uh, the hurricane came ashore, he, you know, bore the brunt of it. Yeah. And uh, we bore the brunt of his beef cakiness. Yes. And so we decided to make him our uh, seventh Chris. Yes. 12 days of Christmas. Now we tried you guys to get his attention Mm -hmm. like for three hours. Yeah. You failed us. He failed us. I'm feeling like uh, I can't rely on anyone anymore. Well, here's the thing. Let's be honest. Um, He's left for a vacation. He's off the grid. Yeah, he literally left for vacation moments before a show went on the air. Yeah. Six hours ago, his last tweet, y'all, I'm going off the grid because I'm taking a trip. I'm going to Africa. He's going on a safari. So this, I mean, I'm assuming it's Africa because can you safari anywhere else? I don't know. I just, I assume, I mean, there's a safari ride at Disney World. Safari Park in San Diego. There's yeah, I mean, but I feel like he's really going to Africa, and so we play this song in honor of Chris Cuomo. We just enjoy it. We're going to. Come on, everybody. I hear the drums echo in the night. She hears only whispers of some quiet conversation. We know that. She's coming in 12.30 flight The moonlit wings reflect the stars That guide me towards salvation I stopped an old man along the way Hurry the find no, some old forgotten church Not yet He turned to me as if to say Here we go! Hurry boy, it's waiting there for you Chris Cuomo. Oh my yes. God, that's just such a good song. Gosh, it is. I'm going to listen to that all the way home today. Is it Rick, Por- Rick Porcaro? Is that the lead singer? I don't know. I don't know. Who just, cares? Okay, fine. Toto, man. <laughs> Toto. <laughs> Does anybody else know? Do you know any other Toto songs? Roseanne. Oh, that's oh, a can good we one too. To Hold the we line. We have enough time. Hold Holly. the line. That's Toto. Yes. Love is in always on time. Ninety nine. Georgie Porgy. Love is always on time. I'm gonna go home and listen to Toto. I know. Who knew? I'm gonna fire it's gonna up be the hi-fi. I'll be awesome. over you. It's another one. I can. I played them all. <laughs> totally awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Bradley. We're gonna all get our Toto on for the rest of the day. <laughs> 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 
Always and always on time. That's for you, Chris Cuomo. We'll leave with this today. Yes, I think we will. Thank you, Holly. I can tell you this right now, Lori and Julia will not be playing Toto during their show, but stay tuned for them anyway, and enjoy your totally awesome afternoon.